you join the thousands of happy peppy people and get a great big bottle of Mida Mida Midgemin. <laughs> Remember that name. Mida Vada Midi Mat. I showered, did my hair, got the kids up, got them dressed. Kids, go downstairs. Mommy's yelling. And you can't even do it yourself? What? I'm ready. Everyone is waiting for you. Oh, look at this. Look, this goes on after the pants, Einstein. Here, get Do you realize that it is a... It's a three-hour drive to Pennsylvania. Amy is waiting for me. Robert is a nervous wreck. I mean, come on. Oh, hey, 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 hey. You might be a little too angry to do the zipper. Welcome to episode number 55 of the Power 5 podcast. My name is Kevin, and every week we take a topic and our panel ranks our top five of that particular topic. On this episode, we will be ranking the best female sitcom characters of all time. And joining me as always is Brant, Christian, and Colin. Good evening, fellas. What's up, K-Love? Good it? evening, pod father listen number 55 that's that's pretty monumental is this our uh Dikembe Mutombo episode or maybe our oral Hirschheiser for Colin hey I don't know but when you said good evening you know who says good evening at the beginning of every one of their podcasts it'd be Jocko Willink y'all listen to Jocko y'all ever listen to him I've heard uh, of him wasn't he on your list of dinner invites Oh yeah, definitely yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah, hey, and listen, if he catches wind of y'all making a joke about Jocko getting an invite, <laughs> he will probably come and hunt you. No I wouldn't joke. do that. Listen, you're gonna have to come down to Waco, Texas, because I'm gonna be hanging out in Magnolia Farms, brother, having a good sit down bite. Hey, hey, can I can I sabotage the pod and ask a question that yeah. I was gonna save for later? But I think I'll allow it. I like sabotaging. Yeah. All right, question I have for you, fellas. Are cartoon characters considered females, or yes. are they just cartoons? Oh, they're females. They're females. If you have like okay. moms, sisters, I kind of think I know where you're going with that, but I'm not okay. going to say it. You think so? No, I probably don't. I'm probably guessing wrong. Okay, but I do like that, and it's a good question because obviously you draw them up as characters. If you ask the cartoonist, I guess that'd be a good question. Yeah. I think they would say female character, right? All that to say, I I have a cartoon I'm bringing to the table tonight. Okay. I think that's acceptable. Oh, yeah. I think it's acceptable. All right. right? Yeah. I mean, it could be an animated animated situational comedy. Okay. We know Kevin's all for animated. (laughs) Kevin's Kevin's for the animation because of the disney princesses oh yeah Yeah, everybody knows that buddy (laughs) coming up next week episode 56 you know what i i mentioned this before you know not the the hugest disney movie fan but you know i made uh i came out with a confession a couple weeks ago a couple episodes ago christian about starting or watching my first marvel movie you remember i watched iron man Man, very solid okay all right so i've watched iron man 2 loved it watched thor's thor's a little like you know almost too sci-fi for me yeah but enjoyed it i got captain america coming up next so you know not a huge not a huge animation guy but man i'm digging the marvel stuff yeah I like it. I'm proud of you. Proud of you, Kevin. I want to go back to something. All right. (laughs) Did y'all think we would get to episode 55? No, absolutely not. Yeah, no. It's kind of crazy to think about it, but it's almost like it took forever to get to like 30. And now I feel like it's not going like I want to get to 100, but that's going to take like another year. Right. I, (laughs) I feel like the weeks are just moving right along. I felt like we ranked 70 songs yesterday yeah you i will know, say I, i've been missing you guys for about what seven days six yeah. days eight, days. eight, eight what, days what did we take off one week yeah is that one we week yeah. one week I remember that time we did two in one night that's impossible <laughs> <laughs> so i'm getting nervous about the fact that we've only got what 44 more episodes before tim allen is committed to come or i've committed tim to coming on He's doing it. 100. He's doing it, man. Listen, Probably on like day 80. Nah, 70, 
77 or 78. I'm sure I made like some pretty Maybe outlandish 80. bets about like if we don't get a certain thing, I've got to like quit or something. But I think we got a ways to go. Going back to your question, Colin, no, I didn't. I fully expected it to kind of fizzle out last summer. And somehow we made it through vacation season and crazy schedules and still put out new content. So I mean, if we made it through summer, might as well keep. You, going. you could almost say Brant plowed through to get us here. <laughs> <laughs> because oh. of the hard topics. Hey, tell me this: what, <laughs> Brant? Were you serious tonight when you text what we ranking? No. I have okay. Some, I All right. The bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I love doing that a couple hours before just to get you riled. <laughs> I hit the LOL response, and then I was like, wait a second. And I went back and searched sitcom just to make sure that I was I was right. <laughs> and then who was it that asked about moms? Was that you too, Brant? Yeah, that was one. That That is a clarifying question that I needed. Is it restricted to moms, or did we say just females in general? Let me just ask you an honest question. As we are live, do you have your five? I do. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I actually have, have a long laundry list and I'm not hundred percent sure what order and who gets the number one spot. So I will say I'm, I've thought I was prepared. And now that we're live on the air, I feel less prepared because I don't want to leave any of these females out. Number one was easy. Two through five. I could throw them in any order. I'm going to leave somebody off tonight to make people mad because maybe I have a differing opinion. I just know it. I know it. I've got one totally off the grid. I think that it'll be off the grid. What's his name? Colin's coming in with five friends characters. Whatever Chandler Joey being. Whatever whatever Chandler's annoying girlfriend was. Yeah, he's going to throw her in there. What was her name, Colin? The Staten Island girl. Um, God, I was just watching that an episode with her. An hour. Spoiler alert. Some of us uh, haven't finished. You better do your research, buddy, because, I mean, you're going to have to <laughs> name her here in a second. Name her. He barely knows. <laughs> I'm hey, liking. We threw this Twitter poll out the other day, and I think we're going to start doing this every single week, but everybody submits one of their off-the-grid picks, and we let the people choose what the grid, off-the-grid pick of the week was. So, last week – Top 570 songs, which, by the way, that got the quickest to a 100 downloads out of any episode that we've had so far. It doesn't sound like a lot, but, man, it jumped in there pretty quickly. Anyways, Christian submitted Captain Jack from Billy Joel. I submitted Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. Colin submitted Dancing in the Moonlight by Harvest Moon. And uh, Brant submitted Curtis Lowe or the ballad of Curtis Lowe by Skinnerd. And man, we had a two-way race going on, Captain Jack and Dancing in the Moonlight. And how about Big Collins pick Dancing in the Moonlight by Harvest Moon winning last week's off the grid pick of the week. Off the grid. Let's go. How about that. Especially it being number be one right. too. Yeah. I feel like that was way more mainstream <laughs> than Christian's song. Mine was definitely a deep cut, but maybe people are saying the fact that that showed up on a top five, but oh. you're right. It was mainstream. Oh. oh, you're right. I don't know that song. But, I know it, but it never came to my I mind. See. I don't think you associate it with the bulk of those seventies. True. Though. Like it's a great song. Like it's not a, it's not an off the grid song. I just don't it feel does like feel it's earlier. more associated yeah. with that time period. I yeah. feel like it's like beach music, but it, it got is. shoved it in the seventies. Right. For sure. It is. Yeah. It I is. know one thing. I, I, I sang it for about 48 straight hours. It was insane. Just dance. I sang Dancing in the Moonlight for sang about 48 it. hours. It's one that can get wow. stuck in your head. Dancing in the Moonlight. I, Colin, I will say my mom was all about that pick. And I think moms everywhere love Colin's list. Hey, Colin, yes. how's, how's that first verse go? It's like, um, <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. That's not going to work. Everybody. He gets it almost every, every night. night. Yeah, he don't bark and he don't bite. Yeah. Such I like, a fine and natural zest. I like the way. I like the way that he he always says body. Every body. Yeah, yeah he's got this every weird body. Every body. Yeah. Feel you know, I, I could see Colin, you know, pulling up at his big 
white or black truck, you know, blasting that on senior week, you know, right after Master P, Dem Jeans. <laughs> oh, you were there. You remember. I know. Exactly. That's why I remember that. Go Hurricanes. So was Kevin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you that in terms of what was the most off the grid pick, I was thinking too, I'm like, all right, what is somebody going to, classifies off the grid is it going to be something that they're just picking something they're like dude i don't even know what that is that's got to be off the grid boom that gets my vote or if it's they know that song they love it and they're like oh yeah yeah man i remember that man that's a good that's a good solid pick just out of nowhere and and then throw that vote in i'll be honest with you i don't vote all the time on our polls i very rarely do but i cast a vote for dancing in the moonlight for this how do you define off the grid yourself? Just not expecting it, not not expecting to see it, right? Like, okay. you know, I don't expect to see, shoot, okay. I don't know, Lisa Simpson or something tonight. Oh, right? you know. ruined it. Not a, right, that would be totally off the grid if somebody ranks Lisa Off the grid for Simpson. us would be like Roseanne Barr. I don't think any of us really like her. Yeah, yeah. Listen, that little, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, Colin's got Roseanne Barr on his list. That's number one. And then her sister Jackie at number two. Yeah. <laughs> Darlene. Oh, I forgot about Jackie and Darlene. Darlene are great characters. Yeah, they're actually good. Guys. Should we do this over? How about all Dan? Dan. <laughs> Wait, no. What was his John name? Goodman? Dan. John, yeah. yeah, Dan. Dan. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Dan, Man, Colin, he's just great character. He just works hard. Yeah. He just drinks cold brews. Yeah. Sits at what the table, demands respect. <laughs> what was his what was his beer? Was it Coors Light? What was his beer? I don't think it was a real brand. It no, looks like that. High Life though. Yeah. Can you say that? It was, it was like a it was like a brown and <laughs> cream bottle or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was a cream like, soda. It was an NBC made kids. up bottle. <laughs> NBC oh, makes man. up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, so does CNN. Yeah. Hey, let's wish, let's wish some happy birthdays here. Y'all ready to do this? How about okay. This? Oh, yes. first, another confession. All right. Confession one, I started watching Marvel movies. Confession number two, the last two weeks, I have shortchanged the birthdays. So you, if you remember Justin Timberlake, he turned 40 last week. No, that was incorrect. Yeah. 41. 41. Wow. Nolan Ryan, Steve Harvey, whatever age I said they were, they're a year older. <laughs> When I looked, hey, when so I many fact checked, when, yeah. when I looked up their age, <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't think that, oh man, we, we haven't even gotten to that date yet. So, um, they had another week before they hit that age. Wow. Um, this is like so. an episode of CNN. It is, man. <laughs> All right, here we go. These are correct birthdays. Though. These are correct ages. Let's wish Ashton Kutcher a happy 44th birthday, February the 7th. Ashton Kutcher. Hey, will we see at that 70s show female representative tonight? Possibly. Laura Prepon. Yeah. I like Prepon. I like uh, Mila Kunis or Mila. I I like Kitty. Uh, Kitty. Kitty Foreman. Kitty Foreman. She's going to be on here. Chris Rock turns 57. Is that it? I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's getting up there. I'm sure he does. If he grows his beard out, I'm sure it's a little great. Does he have a good song? Chris Rock. (laughs) Uh, Chris Rock. I was thinking. That's staying. Chris Brown. That's staying. No, I was thinking Kid Rock. I was thinking Kid Rock. (laughs) Oh, Kid Rock was on our birthday list a couple weeks. The question question stands, does Kid Rock have a good song? Yeah. Off the door with Cowboy. Bye with the bar. Okay. He's got some classic hits. Actually, he's got two hits. Chris uh, Rock. One is Ball with the Bar, and two is, is me hitting you on the ground, brother, for talking about Kid Rock. <laughs> hey, Chris Super Rock. Bowl. Rock, Sam, happy birthday. Super he's got Bowl. God Bless Saturday, the game day theme. Oh, God Bless Saturday. That's, That's a good one. I thought that was a woman singing that. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, it was, was uh, the lead singer for Aerosmith, whatever her name is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's disrespectful, man. Stephanie Tyler. All right. Hey, Matthew Stafford, Super Bowl quarterback, turns 34. Is that it? You mean Happy the kid birthday. from the Sixth Sense? Hey, yeah, he looks good. Hey, Super Bowl week. He's about Matthew Stafford's ball. birthday. How about that? Garth Brooks, arguably the greatest of all time, turns 60. Is that it? 
I don't know, man. I still feel like Garth Brooks is like 40 still. I mean, he's been around forever, but he looks 40. He looks like me. I look <laughs> like he's him. He's a weird dude, man. He's strange. Who, Chris Gaines? Listen, I saw somebody. <laughs> I saw a funny Spotify tweet the other day. Somebody said if Joe Rogan stays on, Chris Gaines is coming back. <laughs> hey, we can only dream, Kevin. Oh, I thought that was funny. Hey, and last but not least, for Steve. Yes, very, very. Steve Nash turns forty-eight. Big Phoenix Suns. Let's go, man. Yeah, yeah he's a head coach of the yeah. Nets, right? That's all right. Yeah, he's still and playing. They've lost like six there. straight. I hope they lose twelve straight. I like Nash, but no. I'm glad that they got some yeah, decent uniforms now again. And the I like court, Kevin. Court Nash. looks good. Oh, I like it. That's Dilworth's favorite wrestler, Dilworth's isn't it? favorite wrestler, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. From the NWO back in the day. Uh, Colin, one of your favorite foods, I don't know if you know this, February 7th is Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Oh, you happy like birthday. That, you like that cheese sauce and noodles, buddy? Uh, it's okay. Oh, you, throw some, you throw some red pepper flakes on that, a little garlic bread. I'm down for that. Are you more of a goulash guy? I'll eat goulash. That's what yeah, me and Brant, me and Brant lit, survived on that. Like the first, uh, so did DT. He lived on in Charlotte. All right, yeah. y'all gonna have. I've I've heard that name before. Never ate it. I feel it's just a pot of whatever the heck you got in the fridge. You just throw it in and make your own pasta dish, right? With like some noodles. noodles and and you know red sauce, whatever. Wait, it's pe- spaghetti. No penne and marinara is not goulash. <laughs> and a little a little meat in there. That's not. That's just pasta with. You're meat. thinking of the gabagool. <laughs> You're saying marinara, a little hamburger meat, and penne noodles? or Isn't that what it was, bro? He said Mariano Rivera. A little bit of gabagoo in there. (laughs) And a little bop. To be honest, I've never even heard the word that you're saying. I just know it's penne pasta. You're thinking of Dustin. (laughs) Maybe Dustin named it. He lived (laughs) off of goulash. He called it goulash. Let's not let's not act like Brant would remember (laughs) something from 11 years ago. Well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> hey, while we're on food, I want to give a shout out to Blue. Is it Blue Diamond Almonds? Blue I think it's Blue Diamond. <laughs> Blue Diamond Almonds picked a bag of those bad boys up the other day. The barbecue habanero flavor, good stuff. Highly $13 recommend. $13 a can. Blue Diamond, go get you some. Buy one, get one at Publix. Did you Why say Blue Diamond Phillips? In that flavor. Barbecue habanero? Why not? What's wrong why with that? Why not? Yeah. I mean, why? It's America. Why? I mean, it's America. Well, well if you eat a people almond. People like habanero. People like, they like hot stuff. Put them together, put them on a nut. Ever seen the show Hot Ones? <laughs> I do like that show Hot Ones. That's a funny show, man. The Gordon Ramsay episode is the best. Spoiler Hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Is this a cooking show? <laughs> no. Hot Ones, you got, I can't even remember the host name. It's on YouTube, but you got. Is the, it with Gaffietti? No, <laughs> no, but it's this guy. What's his name, Christian, the host? Chris something? Um, Chris Hardwick, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, he hosts literally every late night show. How, how could he not host that, dude? Yes. I can't remember. It was, but anyways, it was a 50% chance that Chris Hardwick hosted it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Golly, I can look him up. His name's Sean Evans. Sean Evans. There we go. Sean yeah. Evans. He's interviewing a pretty big-time celebrity. He's got several episodes, and you got like nine chicken wings laid out, and they start with a pretty mild hot sauce and go up to the most intense, insane hot sauces known to mankind, and they're just like dousing these wings with this hot sauce and going to town on them. Oh, yeah. And and so you you just get different hilarious reactions from all these different people. Some people can just take it like a boss, man. I don't know how they do it. But others, you could tell. And I was shocked. Gordon Ramsay being a chef, he did not handle it very well. (laughs) It's hilarious. I highly recommend watching. All right. Here we go. February 7th, 1935, Monopoly was first sold. Y'all like Monopoly? Been a long time. It's been a while since I played it. I like like it. it. The Don't they have TR Monopoly now? The most frustrating thing is when you're really in the mood to play Monopoly, but no one else wants to play Monopoly, yes. like a three-and-a-half-hour game. I feel you on that. You have to have commitment from yeah. everyone. Yeah. Do y'all, have, do y'all actually play by the rules, or do you have house rules? Meaning, like, do you have to buy all the orange properties before you can build on it, or are y'all like, all right, so you got to have them all. You got to have them all. Yeah, yeah. But that's by the rules. Yeah. Do you put I money don't... in free parking? Like in the middle? Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's a real rule. That's a house rule. I like to play it by the rules, Kevin. No. <laughs> I'm sure I have some rules. I play Family Feud and uh, America Says every night for about three hours oh. on the Game Show Network. Check it out. I remember you told me about that. All right. Hey, today in history, February 7th, 1940, Pinocchio premiered. Since we're talking a little animation earlier, Colleen, have you seen Pinocchio? Fauci? Oh, my God. Oh, no. You know what Pinocchio and Colin have in common? They're both real boys. <laughs> hey, February 7th, 1964. Oh, this is like a greatest hits outtakes oh, episode. Gosh. Fe- February 7th, 1964. <laughs> the Beatles arrived in the U.S. Check this out. Two nights later, they performed on the Ed Sullivan show. 73 million viewers that night. Was Mark and- Webb one of them? <laughs> I was going to say, Jonathan Dilworth was not one of them, and Mark Webb was definitely one of them, and he will fight you for that. Hey, and I want to close on two other things here. We've got Duke and North Carolina's basketball game coming up. Well, actually, it will have already been played two days prior yeah. to this thing releasing. I used to care about it, don't care about it so much now, but you know, I know it's still a huge rivalry out there. But February 7th, 2015, Christian, maybe you know this, Dean Smith passes away at the age of 83. Wow. Are you offering I'd, some T's and P's as a Duke fan? You know, I, I will say, you know, and talking to Mark Webb, who's actually a UNC Tar Heels fan last night, he's a Tar Heels fan who doesn't hate Coach K, and I'm a Duke fan who doesn't hate Dean Smith. I do not, however, like Roy Williams, who is still with us as of 9.30 tonight, but, you know. <laughs> T's and P's, though. T's and P's. T's and P's. Dean Smith, man, just pounding on the Marlboros. All right, here we go. <laughs> February 7th, 2003. Colin, this is just for you, buddy. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days was released on February 7th, 2003. My wife and I's very first date. How about that? Yeah, and guess man. what? That movie didn't work for her. Oh, yeah, she buddy. kept you for 10 years. I don't know that I have that rated as high as somewhat on my chick flicks list. But okay. It's a great All, right. Movie. All right. You're more of a 10 things I hate about you guy. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. one. That is a good one. More of a sparks guy, Christian. That you are. I should have known. <laughs> Nicholas. There it is, Kevin. That's what you were referring to earlier. That's right. Yeah. Christian. The Christian. I, I like it, though. It's a nice yeah, little zing. Yeah, do. you got me. That hit Good me zing. hard in the heart, really, because I thought I knew you, and I should have known you, because we saw the notebook together, Colin. I'm sure we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, buddy. Christian. 2005. Christian, I like that. <laughs> hey, it's time to rank our favorite leading ladies in the sitcom world. We got Christian leading us off. We, I'm going to go second. We're going to let Brent go third. Colin, since you love the ladies, we'll let you go fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. All right, guys, we're doing it tonight. We're ranking our top five female actresses from sitcoms and you know just off the top what i consider a sitcom uh, is a show generally around 30 minutes you know not going to rule out you know a show that may go a little bit longer but ideally it's a 30 minute show it's a situational comedy we're looking for female characters they can be moms they can be sisters they can be love interests um and, and my pick I think a few of my picks tonight, they're going to, they're going to cross boundaries. They're not all from your ABCs and your Foxes. I think you're going to see some um, that, you know, maybe have come on other channels um, and hopefully it's some obscure picks tonight, but that's a little bit about my criteria, but I'm just going to go ahead guys and hit you off with the number five. Uh, hopefully one that's not on anyone else's list tonight. I really want to be kind of that, that guy who has some random picks. Um, but these are my personal preferences. Number five from TV's the new girl. This is Jessica day played by Zoe Deschanel. Uh, this show came out in 2011. Kevin, if you haven't watched it, I hope you do because she was the school teacher, then vice principal, then principal. One of the funniest shows uh, over the past 
10 years, had seven seasons. Nick Miller was her love interest, hilarious actor. Uh, you know, that whole show, I don't, I don't know if anybody else has seen New Girl. I'll let you comment after this, but it's hard for me to say that like a show in the past five to 10 years would end up being one of my favorite sitcoms of my lifetime. But New Girl is definitely one of those. So give me Jessica Day coming in at number five from New Girl, played by Zoe Deschanel. That is high praise for New Girl. I need to watch it. Already showing off his range. Logan and I need to watch that show. I have watched the series more than once, like the entire series. I could pull it up like The Office and watch four random episodes today. It's that good. I like Deschanel. She's a great actress. She's not only funny. I mean, she's also musically gifted. She has her own music group. She and him so cool oh was it 500 days of summer you know she kind of showed yeah. off her range yeah. in that uh, but dude as a comedian like she is the classic awkward single girl in her 30s trying to figure out life uh, i'm not usually one that thinks a leading girl is going to make for a great show but this is the uh, exception to the rule hey i like the call i like zoe deschanel i've watched a, yeah. a handful of episodes for for that show i don't know why i didn't finish it i mean that's just kind of standard anyway for me it's very few shows have i actually watched all the way through but yeah man i like the pick that's pretty solid i don't know if you caught colin's comment he's like already showing off his range <laughs> and so is colin with his vocal range <laughs> oh that's good all right here we go so my criteria for the female characters that i ranked tonight was just twofold pretty much are they funny because i'm looking at just somebody that's just funny making me laugh and number two i had to actually have watched the show a decent amount and you know kyle and i were talking on the pre-show a little bit just about how little sitcoms i've actually watched i feel like most of the shows that i've watched uh if it was a sitcom it was pre-kids you know maybe early to mid to late 90s obviously a little bit in in the 2000s as well but man just the new stuff i'm just way off on it i couldn't tell you hardly anything about it what's out there right now so these are going to go kind of kind of far back a little bit i guess here we go number five for me coming from modern family we got claire dumphy played by julie bowen if you haven't seen that show pretty doggone funny i watched it quite often we got out of it probably the last two or three seasons maybe I, again i don't know why we just you know just didn't just kind of stop watching it. But man, she's bossy. She's abrasive. But that guy, man, she makes the house run. She's hilarious uh, with her husband, Phil. Uh, man, they've been married for 27 years. I don't know why, but I looked up their date of birth. Uh, so she, Claire Dunphy was born July 24th, 1970 in LA. She was crazy in high school. She's always talking about this to her kids and trying to get them to act right so they don't repeat her mistakes. And Hey, fun fact, since we just ranked uh, the 70s music, which Duran Duran's an 80s, uh, an 80s band, but apparently her and Phil, after a Duran Duran show, uh, was when their family got started. So there we go. Claire Dunphy coming in at number five. Y'all like Modern Family? No. I don't watch it. I, I wa I've watched some episodes. I know it definitely was a popular show, but I will say her – Personally, uh, she was in Happy Gilmore as Virginia Bennett. And then I think, did she come back in like one of Sandler's recent Halloween flicks or something on Netflix? So it, anyway, I like her personally. Yeah. yeah great. Maybe I'll watch the show one day. Ed O'Neill, Sophia Vergara. Oh, yeah. Ed O'Neill's hilarious on it. All right. I like it. So uh, my criteria is very similar, just sitcom characters. Some of these are just shows that I watch a little more nostalgic, maybe not like top tier when you think about female sitcom actresses but coming in number five for me is Daphne Moon she was on the show Frasier she was the housekeeper physical therapist for the dad uh, just a nostalgic show for me I, I just like that I like Kelsey Grammer a lot so she was just a great character a little fun fact about this uh, character though that uh, Kelsey Grammer liked her as a person, but didn't like that she had an English accent because he was too afraid that people would think the nanny, which was a really popular show that they weren't trying to replicate, I guess. So that, so he had some objections to even having her as the, the actress that played the character, but so coming to number five, Daphne Moon from Frasier. 
How about a little Frazier, a little tossed salad and scrambled eggs like oh, that? Yeah. I'm surprised I never watched Frazier very much because so many people love it. And it was just around that time when I felt like everybody was watching sitcoms. But yeah, I yeah. never got into it. Check it out. Yeah, I was going to say three three sitcoms down, three I've never seen. <laughs> well, you Get got in. a busy weekend ahead. Yeah, Getting into my criteria, uh, like everybody else, you know, comedy, you know, kind of uh, was the, the main priority here. What makes me laugh? I've, I've seen all, all of these shows that are represented significant amount, if not all the way through, at least once. So we'll get right to it. Coming in at number five for me, I'm taking it all the way back. The original OG for me, Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell, probably the first sitcom I really ever watched or cared about, and definitely first crush there. Kelly Kapowski, number five. How about that? So this is very unique because when I was doing this list, I was like, do I put the females that like, I just have a crush on or do I think about their like acting and their character? And so now we know Colin's true criteria <laughs> when he was a young prepubescent boy, if they made him smile, they're going to make this list. And I love that. Colin. I'm, I'm excited for number four. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. As if you right should or, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I don't consider shows. I love, like, I love that show, but I don't know if I would personally consider it a sitcom it just feels like but i guess that's what it is but it just doesn't feel right in the same category with other it could certainly be a fringe sitcom yeah i would think i I agree with you on that like i want it it almost needs a name of itself like a team something like you You just had that that tbs sitcom lineup that it just flowed right with that's true yeah true Hey, to each his own. I like it. A range there. Kelly Kapowski. Kelly. Love that. Roll with it. Wrong with Kelly. Number four. All right, guys. We're coming in at number four. This is one of my all-time favorite sitcoms. It's a little bit more risque. Comes on FXX, but it has broken the record now for being the longest-running sitcom. Started in 2005 with their initial episode that probably could have got them canceled today, Uh, but they are still running. The show is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It has now run 15 seasons. The character is Deandra Sweet D. Reynolds. You think that was good? Tell me I'm good. Tell me it was good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me that was good. Tell me. And she is honestly one of the most, she's annoying, but she's so necessary to that show. She wants to be funny. She wants to be a comedian. She can't do it without gagging. She never gets the love interest. Her dad is Danny DeVito, treats her like crap. Her brother is amazing. It's just a great show. She's actually married uh, to Mac, one of the other guys on the show. They all produce the show. They tend bar on the show. I mean, this show is iconic in itself. Uh, it, to me, it's Seinfeld after dark. Um, if you guys haven't watched it, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know how I could live without that show not being invented all the inside jokes. I mean, it is a show about nothing always taking place in the same places. It's just the, the group of people reminds me of Seinfeld, but rated R and sweet D herself. I mean, her character, uh, they also call her bird because she's a tall, lanky, skinny woman. They call her the aluminum monster. I mean, just everything that could go wrong in her life does. And that's just what makes her such a great character. So uh, she's played by Caitlin Olson, uh, not related to the Olson twins, but just an amazing comedian actress. So give me sweet D Reynolds from it's always sunny at number four. Anyone never, else watch it here on no, the phone? No, I've never seen the show. Let me add that to the list here. I think that's like number 961, you know, on this list that I hadn't watched. Maybe someday, right? <laughs> I hope so. You're missing out. Oh, gosh. Hey, I like it, though, man. All right, coming in at number four, I got a feeling you probably haven't seen this show, Christian. It's coming straight from Bring the it. middle. The character's name is Sue Heck. Played by Eden Shear, born February 29th, 1996. Uh, you know, the Heck family is crazy. 
I don't know. They're just a little odd. They don't fit in socially, but Sue heck is the brace face nerdy teenager that just is overly optimistic about everything. She tries everything and man, she just tends to fall and fail all the time, but daggum, she's hilarious. She's so, so awkward ends up having the whole course of the show, right? I think it runs like seven seasons, eight seasons, something like that. She's got her love interest, can never get the guy, finally gets the guy in the last season. It's a good, happy ending. But here we go. Sue Heck actually has has her own Twitter account called Sue Heck Wins, again, played by Eden Shear. If you've never watched The Middle, give it a shot, based out of Orson, Indiana. After Patricia Heaton left Everybody Loves Raymond, she went over to the middle and plays the mom on there, Frank excuse me frankie heck listen that show so i didn't sit down and watch the whole show but the dad on that show is the janitor from scrubs and i think it was maybe even one of the same producers or writers or something and i've seen enough episodes to know that it's probably a really good show i just don't know if i'll sit down and watch nine seasons of it but i know the kid axel played by charlie mcdermott that kid's hilarious yep and again you know patricia heaton to leave a show like raymond and then to hit a show that you don't know, sitcoms don't all do well, but to last nine seasons, it must have been pretty good, Kevin. So I'll take your word. All right, I like it. Um, coming in at number four for me, it is Marjorie Jacqueline Simpson, a.k.a. Marge Simpson. You should have called. I was very worried. We're on a tight budget here. Bart, watch your language. You are not going to perform that operation yourself. The big blue hair, the raspy voice, just give it all to me. I think she's (laughs) underrated. She's low-key, very funny. Um, She puts up with Homer. So I'm going going Marge right here at number four. I love the pick. Marge! Can you give it? What's the guy that plays it? Is that a cartoon? cartoon. (laughs) Is that Hank? Hank something. Hank Azaria, right? He's the voice of Marge. The voice is, um, I was reading, let me find it. Is that Hank Azaria? Never seen it. It is. What? No, Julia Kavner is the voice. No, I think you're talking about Lisa is voiced by a guy. You're talking about, yeah, I think Lisa. Colin, did you say you've never watched an episode of The Simpsons? Never seen it. Man, 19 seasons, wow. I think, is what Have you ever right seen now. any cartoon? Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, probably watched Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. They're a part of Family Guy, South Park, anything no like family that. Family Guy, no South Park, no. Okay. Was not allowed in the Thompson household. Hey, wow. you know what? The Simpsons, yeah, I think it was kind of frowned upon by my mom as well. Yeah. And every now and then I I'd sneak a little episode, man. Awesome. Felt like I was doing something dirty on Sundays. You know when that bad boy came on, it was it was below the Lottie Moon offering. Do not let your kids watch The Simpsons. That was, <laughs> that was a, part of there's that, asterisk that was that there. Southern Baptist lifestyle. Yeah. But it came on right before Taxi Cab Confessions. Oh man, <laughs> you know I didn't care for I didn't care for Krusty the Clown. Nah, he was scary, man. I don't like clowns or crust, except That's on chicken. You like chicken? Absolutely. Crust on Actually, chicken. I love crust on everything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming in at number four for me, this is probably the pick most of you were anticipating from me. I'm going with Rachel Green off the off Friends. He's a trans, monster, trans monster. That's not even a word. Played by Jennifer Aniston, obviously, she kind of plays the 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 bit spoiled, bit aloof, you know, friend of the bunch trying to figure out her way through that time period. Just enjoy the character. I mean, you you really could go a number of ways with friends, but I landed on Rachel, number four. Yeah, you did. I, I knew that would be on your list. I actually thought it would be a little higher, so I'm excited about your other I player. did too. I'm yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that she came in at four. I figured, you know, top Can I make a easily. bold statement? If we're talking about Jennifer's over 50, she's not number one. It's Jennifer Lopez all day. Mm. What do you say? Tale as old as time. Don't agree, but you mean in present day? Yes, correct. Right now. Yeah, in present day. Yeah. Because like, if you go on TikTok, people are out there like saying, "Who's like the hottest girl out there?" And these college guys are like Jennifer Aniston, and I'm like, "You should be saying somebody your own age, kid." 
Like that's ours, you know, she's 50. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I think God. that okay to say? I think your statement is correct if you're talking about present day. Right, like now, like yeah. somebody that yeah. got better with age. Yeah. And just but, saying, but Jennifer Aniston no is also point, great. At no point in Lopez's life has she ever been where Rachel uh, Green was. Uh, of course, of course. I mean, I, mean, I didn't see I, Selena, so. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colin, like it. Number three. All right, guys, coming at number three. This is one of those TV shows that maybe only Brant has watched in addition to me here. It came on the pop channel, but major popularity, uh, cult phenomenon on Netflix. The show is Shit's Creek, and you can keep that, Kevin, because that is S-C-H-I-T-T apostrophe S. The character is Moira Rose. Suddenly bombarding with anticipation. Can we feel that? Alexis, now is not the time for petty fogging. This prick of a prestidigitator. The last traces of my juvenescence vanished into thin air. Oh, how very churlish of them. Positively bedeviled with meetings, etc. Ronnie, might you and I confabulate for a moment in the back room? David, I'm sorry, but it's coup d'etat time. Mayor, I get a balatron from Barnum and Bailey. Jocelyn, that sounds dangerous some. She is the only mother on my list thus far. And she actually is played by none other than Catherine O'Hara, Kate McAllister from Home Alone. Kevin! So I think you could appreciate her. She is an over-the-top actress on the show. She's got this crazy accent. Like it's just language. She's got her own language. I mean, it is it is insane. I mean, the show, such good casting. And, you know, give it up to her, you know, for just who she is as an actress and where she came from. And, you know, I, th- I always think of her as the mom from home alone, but on this show, again, I would not be drawn to her, but when someone asks me, who's the best character on that show, I, I always go to Moira Rose and it's just something about her guys. So give me Moira Rose played by Catherine O'Hara Shits Creek coming in at number three. Fantastic. Fantastic. Anyone else? All right, 962, Shit's <laughs> Creek. You really I knew Brant was that. a fan. Solid, man. I, absolutely. Absolutely. My wife's watching it right now for the seventh time. Ooh. How about that? I mean, she just, when she ends it, she goes back to the beginning. Dang. She loves it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Coming in at number three, I don't like that, Raymond. We got Marie Barone. Robbie, I'm going to do a lot of your socks and underpants. Are you wearing today's underpants or yesterday's? They're fine, bud. No, no, let me see. No, 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 Come on! Underpants. I know, bud. You remember when you ran out of underpants that time? It was the fifth grade, bud. And you had to wear a pair of Raymond's underpants to school? Ew, you never told me that. I'm checking your dresser. Ray... Ramones, excuse me. <laughs> Ray Barone's mom from Everybody Loves Raymond, Marie Barone. Hey, the last episode, 210 episodes, by the way, and Everybody Loves Raymond. The last episode discloses her actual birthday, December the 9th, 1925. I mean, man, you want to talk about somebody just ultra passive aggressive towards her daughter-in-law, man, always giving her a hard time, <clears throat> excuse me, always giving... Deborah a hard time about not having the good food or not keeping a clean enough house. And she's always favoring one son over the other. Poor Robert, you know, just knows where he stands with his mom. You know, he's just a lower class citizen in her eyes, but it doesn't matter. She is so, so funny, man. If you see any of the footage from her house, it's just straight up vintage sixties and seventies plastic on all the furniture still, um, man, she's a, a straight up full authority, like her way or the highway type of person. So funny. I love the show. I love the character Marie Barone, number three. So that's Doris Roberts, correct? Doris Roberts. Doris Roberts. So she was in this movie called Grandma's Boy, which is like one of my favorite comedies of the middle 2000s. It's like an Adam Sandler production with all his buddies. And she was great in that. And I think uh, that's a that's a classic character. I think she stands up there with the Golden Girls, if you will. Thank you for being a friend. friend. I like it, Kevin. All right, before I give my number three pick, I have to recant something that I said a few minutes ago. And that was that at no point in Jennifer Lopez's life 
was she where Rachel Green was? I recant, I take that away. I'm not going to make a commitment on that issue right now, but I can't really say that in truth. So I'm recanting that statement. All right. We'll allow it. So number three, I, I did all that to say this. It's Moira Rose. I didn't really have much else to say besides Christian. So my number three is also Moira Rose. Fantastic David. character. David. I mean, just a great character. So number three, Moira Rose. You really can't explain it, Kevin. I'm going to have to give you a clip or yeah, something. Of her it's to play. I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good pick. All right. Moving to number three for me. This is, this is my off the grid pick. Okay. And I'm fully embracing it. I'm going with Mandy Baxter off of Last Man Standing, played by Molly Ephraim, the original Mandy, not the. Not the the later seasons, Mandy, the the original. I don't know if any of you have seen it based on the reactions, but she plays a, just a very kind of free-spirited, kind of spacey daughter uh, to Mike Baxter, Tim Allen, pod favorite, uh, there on Last Man Standing. She's hilarious. Love it. Provides a, a solid humor there in the family dynamic. You know, I don't I mind the that. I don't mind the pick. I don't think of her as like a top five. She is funny though. I'm with you. The original Mandy is is really funny. She does a good job at at playing that role. Yeah, I don't. The cool it. thing about her is um, she was born in 1986 in Philadelphia. So her and I only you know less than a month apart. You know, born in the same state. Um, Man, Colin, I'm still thinking you picked like your top five like crushes, pretty girls. Like, is this a crush list or is oh, this yeah. like your favorite not a crush list? It's oh not yeah, a crush it is list. now for me. Thank you. Add that to the list. Last man standing. <laughs> I know that show. I watch it, Tim. Tim. That's right. You, if you haven't, you better start pretending. <laughs> pretending is my middle name. Number two. All right, guys, coming in at number two. You haven't really heard any true classic picks because I watch so many sitcoms that to me, this next show is considered a classic and it's not that old to be quite honest with you. I mean, it's over a decade old, but this character, one of my favorite female characters because of her deadpan style comedy, her apathetic personality, her sarcasm, the character is April Ludgate to get some new music and i was wondering if you could recommend anything the internet i really like your haircut Where, where'd you get it prison how's your sister doing she has the shingles who's your favorite character on sex in the city alf or april dwyer after she married chris pratt aka andy dwyer from the show parks and recreation uh one of my favorite shows after the office uh it kind of took the place and filled the void it's one of those where if, if i get bored with the office which rarely happens i'll switch over to parks and rec and it's just one of those shows i can interchange her character april ludgate just hilarious i mean everything about her uh you can search any kind of like meme or gif out there of her. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, to me, she's just one of the best like underrated characters of that show. You know, Ron Swanson, uh, another hilarious character on that show takes a liking to her kind of takes them under her wing. So uh, give me uh, April Ludgate Dwyer played by Aubrey Plaza. Who's just a really good actress in herself and a big fan of her. So number two, April Dwyer. You know, I, I said that like multiple ways. April Ludgate, April Dwyer, whatever you want to call her. Have y'all seen I, it? You know, no, no, I haven't watched it, but I just looked her up real quick. And based on the facial expressions that she's got, yeah, she looks hilarious. I mean, all the pictures, she just she looks. Brand, funny, you never man. watched Parks and Rec? She just looks funny without even opening her mouth. So I'm sure. Yeah, a little funny. bit here and there. I like that character. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Colin, never seen it. <laughs> I like it. Hey. Uh, number two here, no surprises. We've got Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld. <laughs> get well, get well soon. We want you to get well. Get well, get well soon. We want you to get well. January 29th, 1962, from Maryland. You know, she's, did y'all know this? She's the only one not on the pilot. 
Okay. NBC told Jerry Seinfeld that, look, this is too male centric. You got to get a female on. She wasn't on the pilot gets in there in the next episode. Somehow, man, she just is so, I don't know. I feel like she, she, she thinks rules don't apply to her. She thinks that, um, because she's the most educated, right. She's got the best ideas. She never listens to their advice. She always thinks that she's going to be able to outsmart whatever the situation is. And it just turns out to be, uh, not, not such a good situation for Elaine. She's always got inadequate boyfriends, you know, she's just funny, man. I think her character's solid. She also, you know, Julia Louise Dreyfus, I watched a little bit of her on Veep. I haven't watched enough to, in my opinion, include her into the top five, but she's just a good actress. And I thought she did, I did Elaine, uh, a solid as well from Maryland, not, not New York. That's another little neat nugget about her, but, uh, yeah, yeah. We got Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld coming in at number two. I like it. I like it. Good pick. I think when you, when you said we're going to do this episode, if she didn't come to mind, then we're wrong because she's probably the first person to come to mind. She's, she dated Jerry for a little bit. Didn't she? Did that get kind of awkward for you? I think they were friends with benefits, right? I don't know. (laughs) Hey, before that was a real thing. Hey, lucky, lucky for Jerry. Oh, Jerry. All right. Coming in at number two for me, um, it is Reba Hart, played by Reba McIntyre of the show Reba. Oh, that's off the grid, dude. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) That ain't it. Thank you for being my friend. Again, I had to fill some time because coming in at number two, it is Elaine Bennis uh, of (laughs) Simon. course i did not pick reba mcintyre for all the reasons Whoa. kevin said elaine bennis i mean it's just a great character great character so that's my number two pick did you would you say though because we mentioned this i think one of our first few episodes that she was the one replaceable character because yes. jerry george and kramer are so iconic and maybe that's yeah. why they didn't have her in the pilot well, yeah, I, I think that they just can't be replaced by anybody. But if and you and that's also I have to pick one person. But Elaine is just such a great character in her own right. But I think if you did replace her with somebody else, the show is still an iconic, great show. Very yeah, true. I'm not a huge. I, I haven't watched Seinfeld start to finish. That is a homework assignment that I've had that I haven't completed for some time. Well, you're halfway but, through it, though, right? Somewhere like something, that. Something like that. And I've probably seen over half the episodes, but, you know, not in order. But it's you can't imagine that show without her. Yeah, I mean, true. Yeah, once, you, once you see the show with her, right, nobody else fits. So maybe that even debunks our little myth. It there. May. It's a terrible question. Who would you It's bad. Right. It really perfect. is. Whoever hey, asked that. Hey, speaking of question, I got a question. <laughs> Can you spare a square? Can you spare a square? That made me think, who uses one square? I have never been able to wipe with one square, Kevin. As a man who likes to stand, I need a big old wall. (laughs) We have to go there now. Uh, It's too late. I've opened Pandora's box. I mean, do you... Twitter poll. Do you bunch that? Do you bunch that up? Do you fold I Giselle bunch in that with a big old clump, Professor Clump, the nutty professor. There's nuts in it because I had Snickers bar. Oh. <laughs> Cake the walls, Brant. Oh man. Oh boy. <laughs> Colin has now left the chat. Colin's out. Right. Colin's quitting the pod. Number two for me, possibly my other off the grid pick. You know, Kevin mentioned Marie Baron a moment ago. I'm going Deborah Baron at number two, man. I mean, what a relatable character, the things that she puts up with from Marie, the way that she pushes back in her own way. And it, it trips me out how she how she pushes back on Ray, you know, instead of Marie sometimes. Just the the relationship there between the two, man. I mean, it, it is it's almost I mean, it's palpable as a viewer. You can just feel that tension there. So I'm going Deborah Baron at number two. Deborah. Hey, I don't hate that. I watched the episode of Everybody Loves Raymond a couple nights ago when it was when she wants Raymond to come home and work from home. And 
he's like, nah, you know, I gotta, I gotta work. I gotta work, uh, you know, at the station or whatever at the newspaper. And she shows up with dinner and they're just having a good old time ordering pizza. And she gives him the guilt trip. Y'all remember that episode, Colin? I know you do. Yep. Man. Let me ask you a serious question. Deborah Barone or Jill Taylor? Deborah. Tim's listening. Jill. Really? And you yeah. I, I didn't preface it with like looks. I just meant like all around yeah. life. You know? Oh yeah. Like like she's just like a she's like the sports mom, right? That's what she's Deborah or Jill. I, no, Jill. Jill. Jill just kind of got the bob haircut. She wears the painter's vest, taking right. her kids to Detroit Lions games, eating crazy bread. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about the, the overalls. Good pick, Colin. Like that. Definitely in your wheelhouse. Hoping your number one's off the grid. Number one. Well, guys, I know we hate to do these like A and B type picks, but, you know, I had to for number one, man. She's the best child actor of our time. 1A, 1B, Mary-Kate, Ashley Olsen, Michelle Tanner. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that'd be kind of creepy, wouldn't it, if I picked a baby as my number one? I just wanted to get your reaction. Uh, so coming in at number one for me, for real, it's not because of her being a great actor, to be completely honest with you. It's because I couldn't have a list without her on it. This might fall into the Colin Thompson say by the bell. Is that a sitcom genre? And I don't care. It's one word and one word only fellas. And it is to And I'm just going to shut up. I knew that was coming. Oh yeah. That would have been leave her off the list. Didn't know where to put her, but I can't think of like the nineties decade without her in it. I don't even care if she spoke a word. Daniel. You know, respect to you, man, because it is a true love that you have for Boy Meets World. It's yeah. a lust, even. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Number one, off the grid. I would say Sue Heck is off the grid. This was, I mean, if you look at classic sitcoms, I don't feel like this is off the grid. Maybe for our age group, maybe maybe for y'all's age group, not for mine, since I'm you know 40 now. We've got none other than Lucy Ricardo. All right. August 6th, 1921. I don't know if you guys grew up in a household that had I Love Lucy on, but oh, yeah. I felt like it was on quite often at my house. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I remember just dying laughing at her. She's so, so funny, man. I, I reading reading a little bit about Lucy Ricardo and just Lucille Ball in general. Guys, did y'all know that she got her red hair from doing a henna rinse every two weeks? I don't even know what that is, but apparently some kind of dye, the henna. Don't they use that for, like, the fake tattoos or something? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, man, a mom to little Ricky, a wife to, to Ricky, you know, the Cuban drummer they met on a blind date. She's so stubborn, jealous, but in everything doing it with like a good heart, but so funny, man, her and her best friend, Ethel love me some Lucy Ricardo coming in at number one, Lucy Ricardo. How about that? I grew up, you know, watching, I love Lucy. I had my sister and I had two frogs that we nicknamed, uh, what were, what were the, what was her friend's name? Ethel and Fred or something like that. Uh, yeah. Fred and Ethel. And what, What's the thing she says? Like, I know he always says, honey, uh, Lucy, I'm home. Like, what did she say? Doesn't she have like an iconic line? You can give me know. an accent. I don't know. She doesn't have an accent. Does she even talk in that show or is it a silent film? All the time. Okay. I forget. It's been so long, but she's your, your age group, right? Yes. 70. <laughs> <laughs> Love right. it. Good pick off the grid. Good pick. I like it. All right, coming in at number one, I'm about to go on a run of Julia Louise Dreyfus. It is Selena Meyer from the show Veep. I went with her on number one because you literally could not have the show without her. She's her character is hilarious. She, you know, she's a senator from Maryland who becomes president. If you haven't seen it, I definitely uh, advise you to watch it. Her relationship with the character Gary, I, I, to me, is one of the the funniest combos in, in comedy. She has zero maternal instinct with her daughter. She just like, it, she's just a hilarious character. So coming in at number one, Selena Meyer from Veep. Yeah, that's a great show. I haven't watched the whole thing, but like the cast in that show is brilliant. You mentioned 
Gary, played by Tony Hale. He's a great character. I love Richard, Sam Richardson. That guy's yes. blowing up. The girl from My Girl is Anna yes. Plumsky or whatever. Yes. Man, that's taking it back, man. What a good show. And how about Julia Louise Dreyfus making a back-to-back cameo back to on Brand's List, man? Yeah. Hey, rightfully so. Too. Rightfully so. One and two, the goat, the female. I like it. She's good, goat. man. She's good. All right. Number one for me. It ties in very much with my number two. You can't have Deborah without Marie. Marie <laughs> always with the upper hand. I wow. want Marie at number one. Sorry, Deborah. Uh, gotta gotta stick with Marie. But yeah, obviously played by Doris Roberts, that dominating, passively aggressive figure in the Baron family. Love the the hate with Deborah. Also, as you mentioned, Kevin. I mean, just how Raymond can do no wrong, especially compared to Robert. Uh, so, Marie Baron, number one. How about that? I'm glad that you picked that because I thought that on your last pick, I've, I've always thought she was the best character on that show. So, I was like, how can you how can you leave off the grandma? But that's perfect that you picked her. Yep. You know, it's surprising. You know, uh, I, there were some people left off the list tonight. And I, I'm kind of glad. So, you know, Betty White, rest in peace, iconic. But I was afraid to add her just because, like, you almost were like, oh, I should put her on. But, like, I haven't watched Golden Girl since I was a child, to be straight up honest with you. The other thing is that only one person had a friend's character, and it was Rachel Green. I mean, you know, I think we've mentioned before, some of us didn't like Phoebe's character. Courtney Cox, I guess her character wasn't as iconic um, as Rachel Green. And then, you know, some other ones for me, you know, what about Suzanne Summers? I mean, you know, she was just a class, class act. Three's Company, Step by Step. Just wanted to shout her out if you're listening, Suzanne. The thigh master. <laughs> well, you said it, not me. Isn't that the piece of that exercise? Is, yeah, that's equipment? it. Yeah, that's why I've got these thick uh, thunder thighs. Straight up in the 80s, right? Because of that, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really shocked that a friend's one of the girls on friends did not make a list more than just, just Rachel, I guess, or more than just Colin, but man, I, I've always thought the dudes on that show really made it. I, I wasn't a fan of any of the three characters of any of the, the female characters on there. I mean, good show, but yeah, I think I would just say it like, I'm a fan of all three of them, but none of them seemed iconic yeah. at all. Yeah. They're, they're I agree with all you. great together. Kevin, the, the, the trio of the guys, really carries the show yeah. and is and is a much more um entertaining group than the girls yeah, sure yeah yeah but i will say you know like for me i was struggling a little bit because i was like you know i love the show the office the only person i would maybe put on this list is not pam beasley you know everyone would be like oh yeah she's a star there's really no stars on there it would be uh kelly kapoor who's Mindy Kaling, who's a really great comedy writer, but didn't love her character on the show until later on. She had her own show, The Mindy Project, which I actually did enjoy because she was more herself. But there were a lot of shows where I was like, I can't, can't really see that being a character that I, that I truly love. So, yeah, it was good. I like the range tonight, though. I can definitely see Kevin and Colin having some similarities there and, and Brant and I, some similar tastes. So I like that. Was Moira and Elaine the only repeats, or do we have more, more than uh, the show that uh, everyone loves? Raymond, right? Oh, Marie, okay. Okay. Marie. Yeah, Marie. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> Marie, so, get it right. So I'm bad out of twenty picks, then. For as far as the office goes, I think I've mentioned this before. I watched the first three seasons and I liked it again, just you know, never went back to it. But what is the girl on there, Christian, who's got the blonde hair? Angela, Angela. yeah, what's, she's the like very religious one who loves cats. She's funny, man. She Dude, is. I, I think her character is funny, like just how serious evil. she is all the time. <laughs> oh, it's it's unintentional. Her and Dwight. Did, did he have uh, a their relationship or something? yes yeah, that's yes right. if you would keep watching it would get worse okay <laughs> spoiler alert all right all right appreciate you spoiling that for me all right 963 <laughs> continue office all right oh my god like yeah. you've literally got a list of close to a thousand shows you haven't watched no not literally <laughs> 
let me pick up Mad Men. All right, 964. Mad Men's trash. I'm not going to pick that up. All right. Have you ever watched the show Community? How about Peggy Bundy? Dude, Peggy Bundy. She was definitely on my cutting room floor. Not literally, but on my list. Peggy Bundy was classic, man. How about Carla Tortelli from Cheers? Dude, somebody from Cheers. I bet Dilworth is the rolling in his grave right now. She's a great. She has a great character. Who's Who's the boss? Is Had three leading ladies in there. Who's the boss? Um, oh, the blonde tart, and then Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Um, Cla- Claire Huxtable. Right. Oh, on. how about Harriet from Family Matters? Maybe one of the girls from Aunt Viv. I mean, I don't know. All right. Family did matters. We all, did we all just decide uh, in proximity to Bill that we would just stay away from Claire Huxtable? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say uh, Raven Simone, but that's just me. That's so Raven. Hey, let's do a quick review on these bad boys. All right, Christian, number five, you had Jessica Day from New Girl. Number four, Sweet D. Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Number three, Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek. Number two, April Ludgate from Parks and Rec. And number one, Topanga from Boy Meets World. I had number five, Claire Dunphy from Modern Family. Number four, Sue Heck from The Middle. Number three, Marie Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond. Number two, Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld. And number one, Lucy Ricardo from I Love Lucy and Brant. Number five, you had Daphne Moon from Frasier. Number four, Marge Simpson from The Simpsons. Number three, Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek, number two, Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld, and number one, Selena Meyer from Veep. Colin, you had Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Belt, number five, number four, Rachel Green from Friends, number three, Mandy Baxter from Last Man Standing, number two, and number one belong to Deborah Barone and then Marie Barone, both from Everybody Loves Raymond. Gentlemen, episode 55 in the books, number 56 next week. How about that? A little Valentine's edition. Who's the female uh, guest? I don't know. Brent, you gonna you gonna get Ashley Shamadi on for a little repeat? Oh, absolutely. We'd love to have her. Yeah, can't wait to do it again. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Say goodnight, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>